0: As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for their support of immune function and respiratory health. NAC, Allerol, Serrapeptase, and Abiotic Immune Plus. NAC promotes detoxification and healthy respiratory function. Allerol supports respiratory structures and functions. Serapeptase supports a healthy response to biological stress. And Abiotic Immune Plus is a botanical formula designed to support healthy immune system function. NAC, Allerol, Serapeptase, and Abiotic Immune Plus for supportive immune function and respiratory health. They're available at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome back to today's Intelligent medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla Mutant because it's our weekly Q and A with Layla, and uh, I, you know, I missed doing it with you live last week. So uh, yeah, you know, it's yeah. kind of uh, the highlight of my week, mm-hmm. and so we. It's enjoy- all right.
1: You were on your bike.
0: Yeah, I, I was. To- <laughs> I was totally distracted. Um, Or eating, uh, you know, gourmet food in the Inn at Death Valley. Mm. So, uh, we have a bunch of questions. Yes, we do. And before we get to questions, let me just mention that that we talk about esoteric supplements here. And we talk about, uh, you know, we just talked about supplement companies. Uh, Sometimes you don't know what you're going to be getting Because on the open market, you know, you Google this or that supplement and it may come from a not very reputable source and even Amazon can't keep track of everything. There's all kinds of you know, adulteration. All kinds of
1: yes, people getting stuff out of dumpsters and selling it on Amazon. We've we've seen it happen. we've been the recipient of that.
0: Shoplifting. Yes. Shoplifting. There's I mean, that's why a lot of stores are closing in New York and you know vitamins are expensive and they're small. You, know, you so can't
1: go to CVS and try to buy shampoo because everything's locked. Right.
0: At uh, the local health food store that uh, I shop at, is the vitamins are behind a counter. You mm-hmm. know, so they take, you know say I want this and they reach for it and give it to you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can get reliable supplements via full script. Mm-hmm. That's where you and I prescribe mm-hmm. supplements from. Yes. DRHoffmanStore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements there. Absolutely and some right. are actually very hard to find. They're, True. Uh, they're professional quality supplements. They there. are.
1: You're not going to find that even in your regular health food store.
0: Exactly. so, and so you're really going to get the highest yeah. quality supplements and some esoteric supplements. And that's why
1: this is a one-stop shop. Yeah. The place you're going to find
0: everything that you need. Virtually there. everything that you need. mm mm-hmm. uh, free shipping. I arrange that with them for our listeners and for mm-hmm. my patients. And these are very, the very supplements that I prescribe to my patients yeah. and that I take personally. I mm-hmm. shop at Script myself. Me too. Me too. Okay. So, uh, so much for announcements. Let's get to questions.
1: Okay. We've got uh, an email from Emily. Dear Layla, Dr. Hoffman, I've been listening to Dr. Hoffman since his days following Carlton Frederick's radio shows. So I've avoided diabetes for over 15 years by following a low-carb diet and taking finger sticks in the morning. Sometimes if I have a sweet potato in the evening or a dessert, that'll cause a rise the next morning of about 115 or so. So here's my question. Is 115 to 120 really bad fasting glucose when my A1c is a 5 Point six. That's
0: not a fasting. She Does she mean to say that that's what happens when she yeah, eats?
1: Yeah, well, no, when she rises the next morning and takes a finger stick in the morning.
0: On uh, awakening? On awakening. That's something that happens fairly frequently when cortisol builds up in the morning. That's true, It's too. a problem for diabetics is they take insulin at night that's supposedly long-lasting insulin, yeah. but then they end up with high blood sugar because the cortisol in the morning yeah. raises blood sugar. But if her hemoglobin A1c, that's an average. is 5.6. Five five- well, that's a little borderline. It's you know.
1: almost... Yeah, Emily, if you were 5.7, we call that pre-diabetes. Right. So it's a little on the high side. Right.
0: So what is interesting is she uses the mm-hmm. finger sticks, which is kind of unpleasant. I mean, she might mm-hmm. gain a lot of knowledge by using a a CGM, a continuous glucose monitor. Yes. And you can really, it's a very interesting experiment, even if you're not diabetic, to see what foods trigger a high blood sugar response. And you can sort of diary that, you can actually uh, hook it up to an app on your phone, and you can get a continuous reading.
1: It'll give you a nice printout and everything if you're using the right Graphs and everything, yeah. Exactly. And
0: so, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's something that you can get, mm-hmm. you need a prescription, your doctor can prescribe it, it may or may not be covered.
1: Yes. Uh, but or I is, think you could shell out $300 for it or it, something It's like a fascinating
0: that. experiment. And you, you just, you don't have to do it forever. Mm-hmm. You could do it for a two month weeks. or two. You could do it for and, two weeks. Yeah. Just get a couple of replacement cards. They they are patches, mm-hmm. but they actually have a little tiny needle yes. that goes under the skin. You put
1: it on your arm and you kind of forget about yeah.
0: it. And I see uh, people walking around with that sometimes. Yeah uh i at the resort i was at i just i, I chatted up a guy mm-hmm. and uh you know i just made a conversation i said you know because he's short sleeves i said i saw this and i said so uh you know I, I see you're wearing a cgm and he goes yeah and i go so what you find it helpful he says it's enormously helpful he says right. i was diabetic I use this thing, I lost 40 pounds. Wow. I figured out what to eat, what not to eat. Terrific. And it was really great. And he says, I'm not diabetic anymore. Uh, so. See
1: that, people? It's reversible. But
0: it's also a matter of yeah. awareness. Yes. And it gives you the feedback of, like, what's the food doing? Yeah. And what's interesting is that different strokes for different folks. For some people, a food that's seemingly innocuous, like, I don't know, buckwheat, mm-hmm. can make their blood sugar skyrocket. Absolutely. Even a sweet potato. And, yeah. But it's not always the case. Some people, uh, it, d- Israeli researchers discovered that the glycemic index mm-hmm. is, is very undependable.
1: It is. And I'm not a fan of the glycemic index because Hagen is lower. On the glycemic index, speaking of the ice cream, is lower on the glycemic index than a big bowl of pasta right. or a baked potato, yeah. things that would be otherwise called healthy, yeah. right? Right. But yeah, so it's very, very confusing. Glycemic load is something. Right. Which is, I think, more More important. practical. More but, practical. But
0: still, uh, there are inter-individual variations, mm-hmm. and some of it is thought to be related to the microbiome, Yes. is how the microbiome handles the foods and influences metabolism. And we all have different genes, and we also have different genes within us, yeah. the genes of the bacteria that inhabit our intestine, that may affect the processing of the food and absorption True. of the of the uh, nutrients.
1: So, so it's not just a matter of what we eat, because it's what the microbiome is eating and its reaction yes. to, yeah. which is fascinating.
0: There is a, a company called Day2, which is an Israeli company, which mm-hmm. uh, analyzes your, uh basically does a poop test, analyzes your microbiome, and makes predictions about which foods are going to more or less have a glycemic impact. They're mm-hmm. the researchers who did some of this initial research on the variations in
1: mm-hmm.
0: glycemic responses to foods. And I've talked to some people, and they say, you know, it sounds hokey, but that, it pretty much correlates with what a CGM tells me.
1: Yeah. And
0: they'll tell you, you know, don't eat. I don't know peas because yes. peas have some starch. Right. You know, some people do fine, and some people it's they're not tolerating it. True. You True. Know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, and and the variability is really interesting between people. Yeah. You know, so it's not just a measurement all the time of uh of of just your basic labs and your blood sugar and things like that, but these more intricate tests, these more comprehensive tests of the microbiome are really really fascinating.
0: So. Let's right. switch gears and mm-hmm. let's open the complaint window, okay? Okay. Because I have, you know, this is a, there's an opportunity for you to complain. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is interesting. This is a complaint about my grammar. And, you know, I. it's interesting because people might take issue with my views about the vaccine or masking or the use of statins, you mm-hmm. know, like a substantive issue. But I rarely get complaints about my grammar. So listen to this one. I'm listening to the show on the radio right now. I've listened to at least some of them dozens of times over the years. But here's a complaint. This is an example of why I've turned it off many times. I just heard Hoffman speak of a study about cocoa flavonoids. He iterated the conclusions of the study, then said, How often do we do it? What? How often? Do we do what? (laughs) Do it, huh? Hoffman does not understand the correct usage of past, present, and future tenses, basic English, nor apparently realize his clipped questioning, apparently personal thoughts, and understandings that make no sense to his listeners. It does not give me confidence in him. In fact, quite the opposite. Oh, what a keyboard warrior this person is! <laughs> so I ain't gonna take no guff from this guy about the way I talk. You know it, uh, but it's uh-huh. a, it's. A, I think people form different impressions, and sure. I've actually had people say the opposite. They say, uh, you know, I get like something from a, a foreign person. It's like, hello, I am from Pakistan. I listen to your podcast to perfect my English. Yeah, oh, you know, there you go. because it's. You know, it's a, you
1: enunciate think, well, fairly
0: grammatical, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which mm-hmm. is a lost art,
1: I think. I, I believe that's you know? that, so anyway. True, especially but, in writing.
0: But Uh-oh. notwithstanding, yeah. I will pay mm-hmm. attention to my. So cli- don't use
1: the word "it" anymore, Doctor Hoffman.
0: Clipped sentences, yeah. sentences, and so. Here's another <laughs> one. Uh, hello, yes. do you support plant-based burgers served in schools? And mm-hmm. is the ad for Burger King burgers something you support?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks, Kathy. I pose that question to you, Layla. Do you support plant-based burgers served in schools?
1: As long as the ingredients are good, sure. Okay. Should they completely take the, the place of, of ground beef, turkey, or chicken? No.
0: It's okay. nice to have options. Right. It's here's, nice to have options. Here's part of the problem is in an effort to virtue signal, schools are often mm-hmm. feeding kids stuff which they put in the garbage can. Yeah. There's a tremendous amount of waste. That's true. They don't like that food. Mm-hmm. They haven't really hit the formula, so uh, the sales of the Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat have plummeted.
1: They're terrible ingredients. Well,
0: they their stock prices soared initially yeah. because there was an enthusiasm yes. about this. This is the wave of the future. They've mm-hmm. now cratered. Yeah, they're they're like thirty percent of what they once were, and the companies have had to trim their workforce. Mm-hmm. And so, as a solution to that, they say we're going to uh, promote this product to captive audiences. We're going to put it in prisons. Uh We're going to put it in hospitals. (laughs) And we're going to put it in schools. No choice. Right. (laughs) All all, all of the the above. No choice. You ain't buying it in the market. Yeah. We're going to feed it to you anyway. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. So, I I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking... We also question the nutritional value of Absolutely. some of these products, especially since they contain ultra-processed ingredients
1: and, and a lot of vegetable oils, GMO soy, GMO soy, and and they're using like the so-called iron component. I forget what type leg of... Leg hemoglobin. Leg hemoglobin. Thank which is you. A
0: pl- which it gives like the juicy red, yes, you know... Th- yes, yes, you
1: know. yes, yes, yes. But it might have a problem with our microbiome and what's going on. Is this it's thing of It's not natural. Yeah. And the other thing is there's sunflower oil or maltodextrins and things like... Why do you want to eat this stuff? Texturizers. It's not good for you. good for so Texturizers. Yeah. The, none of this is good for the gut. Yeah. And we're wondering why we're seeing more and more and more inflammatory bowel disease everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... I'm only a fan. If it's good ingredients, Right. make it a real black bean burger. Okay. So some kid could get fired up about having a black bean burger. Great. Okay. okay.
0: Make sure that bun has good ingredients too,
1: please. Oh. Well, I, I yeah.
0: misread your, I mis- yeah. I misanticipated your response because okay. I thought you would be deploring this, no. but actually you take a more nuanced approach yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think in, in, in the Board of Ed, I just want good, clean ingredients mm-hmm. and for kids to have choices. Yeah. To, to have lots and lots of choices on what to choose and what to eat.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I can still remember the taste of the hamburgers they served us in the cafeteria in uh, <laughs> in school, and they weren't very good.
1: Now, I remember the brown stuff. It's hot. The and brown. There was lots of it.
0: It was grey. <laughs> Grainy. It was great.
1: Oh, that's old yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah kind yeah. of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah my mother and would normally kind of gristly, me a lunch. Kind of grisly. Yeah, you know, it's on,
1: rare I ate a hot lunch.
0: Yeah. Just,
1: it was rare. I normally took stuff to school with me. But here we go.
0: That's right. why you're still relatively healthy. Good points to pause because we're going to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. So here it goes. Listen up. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee—you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And I might mention uh, something else, which is, you know, we talk a lot about uh, natural immunity. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, when the vaccines and the medicines uh, and even our efforts to isolate and mask are not proving totally efficacious, I think that's an understatement, uh, against uh, respiratory pathogens, It's time to take your power back when it comes to your immune health. So get my special report, Immunity Reset, a personalized plan to pandemic-proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life. You can find it Mm -hmm. as a free resource, very lengthy and detailed. Just go to dearhoffman.com and click on the Read drop-down menu, Mm -hmm. and then click Immunity Reset. Boom. You got a very, very extensive PDF about measures you can take to augment your resistance because yes. we need an all-of-the-above approach.
1: It's all February. Hands on it's deck. important. Absolutely. All hands
0: on deck. Yeah.
1: We've got a question here from Jacqueline. I drink a gallon or more of water daily and I eat healthy. For the past three or more years, I've had severe cases of dry nostrils, one side worse than the other. Can you suggest how to deal with this or overcome this? Nothing that I've tried worked.
0: Well, if it... The question is, is it merely dryness or could it be an incrustation due to something like a staph infection? You know, something, mm. sometimes these things can occur in yeah. intranasally. And if you have crusty material in the side of your nostrils, maybe there's an infection. That's a possibility. Yeah. But, you know, dry, you know, certainly there's natural lubricants. Uh, you know, I like, uh, you know, coconut oil does a good job. Uh, Manuka is also somewhat yes. antibacterial.
1: So is the coconut oil. Anti- coconut, antimicrobial acrobial, as Antimicrobial, well. sure, Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to like a xylitol or, or clear spray, clear well, nasal spray? Well, I, I think
0: that that's good for uh, moistening the internal nasal yeah. passages. It sounds like the problem is yeah. external, or is it incrustation no, no. in the a nose? No, dry
1: nostrils.
0: I guess that means inside. Yeah, clear. Absolutely. That's what I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Clear. Mm-hmm.
1: Worse on one side than the other. Right. And oftentimes in the winter time when we've got the heat turned on. Yeah. The humidity is really, really, really super low, or it can be. You might wake up in the morning with very dry nostrils It's worse
0: than the Sahara Desert in a New York City apartment with a radiator. Can be. Yeah.
1: Can be. Maybe you'll need a little steam facial Mm -hmm. or something, or a humidifier. Please make sure you clean your humidifier. I was getting
0: that in Death Valley. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was like a lot of dry incrustations in the nostrils. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. because
1: it's so dry there. The
0: mucus just dries right up, yeah.
1: Yeah, so check that. More people complain of this, I think, in the wintertime. But for the past three or more years, severe cases—if it's worse in the winter—it probably has to do with the humidity, yeah. Jacqueline's. Or that—I'm—I'm I'm trying to think of maybe some kind of therapy to do at night to go to bed with or something. But I, get that humidifier on near your bed or something. But make sure it's always clean.
0: You know, you could do like, like an room. inhalation with like with those facial things. It's like a little device. That, you yeah. Know,
1: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A hot water,
0: some steam. Maybe with a little. Lavender or something to like relax you. Right, a couple of right. Drops. A
1: little essential oil right. action that could be helpful, Jacqueline. Okay. So we have time
0: for another question. I think we can fit that in.
1: Okay, uh, this is from Diana. I'd like to know which sunflower lecithin is better to take to lower LDL: granules or a powder or a liquid. My doctor wants me to take a statin, but. I don't want to take it. My
0: HDL is 70. Well, here's the thing. Uh, You know, before we decide on how to lower your LDL. She's 80 years old, by the way. And let's decide if it's appropriate for you to lower your LDL. The returns on lowering LDL in 80-year-old females is very low generally. And so uh, I'm not entirely sure that it's necessary. In fact, studies show that the higher your LDL is, especially Mm -hmm. in an advanced age,
1: Diana the, the, the says... The less
0: likely you are to die.
1: Yes. Diana says, this is this high cholesterol runs in my family. My mother had it and lived to 95. Yeah. My sister, who was 93, has it. And another sister, who's 85, has it. And they're all doing fine.
0: Fine. So then why entertain exactly. it? So we we can kind of... Because uh, cholesterol
1: is still a foe no matter what we do.
0: We can kind of lead the question by saying, you know, getting it on the basics. Now, if this was... A younger person, you know, perhaps a sixty-two-year-old male. Yeah, we would say, well, you know, you got a lot of years ahead, and you could be at risk. Let's find out if you're beginning to con- uh, develop plaque. Get a coronary artery mm-hmm. calcium study, a CAC study, uh, with an EBT heart scan. Yeah, and then let's quantify your plaque, and then mm-hmm. see if you really are at high risk. Yes. But I kind of doubt that it's imperative for this person to lower cholesterol. And this actually disappoints me about doctors because I generally think doctors are very, very intelligent. I mean, you have to go through very arduous training to go to, you know, uh, physics and calculus. And you really, it's an obstacle course. Yeah. And then we get to an issue that's so simple that, uh, you know, like cholesterol. And they, they take this cholesterol thing very literally. Like, you see an 80-year-old person with slightly high cholesterol but a high HDL and you want to give him a drug? I mean, they, they're, they're
1: following guidelines, unfortunately. They are following
0: guidelines. And in fact, sometimes the guidelines come right out of the computers yeah. and they say, there's a checkbox saying, this person is a candidate for statins. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you get like a performance review from your HMO or your, your hospital. Doctors
1: aren't allowed to be doctors anymore. Yeah.
0: and Which is, oh, you know. terrible. You, you know, you, you did a really pretty good job this month, but you, like four patients, you didn't put them on uh, statin drugs. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, Okay. So that's you, not
1: a way to have a doctor,
0: but, but career. One of the reasons I went into uh, medicine is, you know, it's kind of like my medical school application. Why do you want to become a doctor? It's like, well, I really love science and I want to serve mankind. You know, it's like every medical school essay is a yeah. variation on that theme, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, but if you really love science, mm-hmm. then you should do science you should look at the studies yeah. and you should be a critical evaluator of the therapies that are out there. Yes. And because it's kind of like being a reviewer for consumer reports. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a product, like mm-hmm. a statin. Is this product appropriate for everybody? Yes. Uh, it, what's the science behind it? Mm-hmm. What's the evidence? And what is the number needed to treat? Beautiful, yes. You know, in other words, that's a with, big one. With an eighty-year-old female, you might have to treat, uh, uh you know, ninety-nine uh, mm-hmm. females with a statin for five or ten years with a with attendant side effects. Yes, in five or eight, like of them. dementia. That's by the way, another. Uh, there's another. Numbers needed to harm. Numbers
1: another, needed. It's to just harm. the
0: opposite. Oh. How many people? If you treat a hundred people, how many people would uh, experience harm? And so you might get a, a greater. NNH mm-hmm. than an NNT I number needed to treat. Mm-hmm. So you might save one person for a heart attack, but the, at the cost of, you know, the expense, the inconvenience, and the side effects of 99 people taking it needlessly. Yes. If indeed it is even efficacious or appropriate at all. That's true. Yeah. So, so,
1: I would think the risk outweigh the benefits, especially in women, because it's been shown to cause diabetes in women. It's also messing with vitamin K status right. taking a statin. And that in itself is a problem.
0: It's a conundrum. But here's... We just talked to a 52-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did. You didn't today. I talked to a 52-year-old woman. Yes. And she... We've identified that in her 40s, she had significant calcium deposition. She has a very high cholesterol. Mm -hmm. And we said, well, let's check. And I said, to my surprise, she has like in the hundreds. Yeah. And so, you know, we became aware of that. I said, you know... I'm okay with you going a statin. So I think I put her on a statin. I think another doctor uh, revised that, you know, Mm -hmm. and she continues to be on a statin at 52. Yeah. But uh, I think that she's got a lot of years to live. And in in 40 more years of life, she could be at high risk for heart disease if we weren't doing something. That's true. And I don't think statins are worthless, Mm -hmm. but they should be appropriately prescribed. So to give you an idea that I'm not in all, I mean...
1: But you should be able to come to that decision right. as a doctor, not have a guideline pop up on your screen right. and be, you know, uh, 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 having to get a performance review. Aren't you glad you're in practice for yourself? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. What would we do?
0: I, I just didn't what want... What would I do? I, the, no. I don't want the wrong people looking over my shoulder. I don't mind people looking over my shoulder. But, yeah, yeah. You know, not people who, you know, are bureaucrats. Yes, yeah. yes. Anyway, this is all the time we have for today's Intelligent Medicine. If you have questions or comments, comments are welcome. Yes. Um, you questions. Know, let's, let's... At you know, DR Hoffman. You got a problem with the way I'm talking? <laughs> you know, feel free to critique me. You <laughs> right, know.
1: right. That's questions at drhoffman.net. We really appreciate
0: all of your questions and comments. Can I really put together a sentence correctly? I'm yeah, sure even, you do. Not, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Thank you, Layla. This is our weekly Q and A with Layla, part of our intelligent medicine series.
1: This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me, but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York city. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.